Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Wednesday, April 26. U.S. equity futures are rallying this morning, led by the NASDAQ as tech outperforms. So you have the S&P futures up 17 points. It's about 40%. NASDAQ futures are up 160 points, which is about 1.2%. And then you have the Dow futures up just about 37 points, um, which is about 10 basis points. So huge uh, discrepancy between the Dow and the NASDAQ um, as tech stocks outperform. In Europe, the major energies are trading off about 60 basis points overall. Very busy morning in Europe on the earnings front, which I'll get to in a moment. And then turning to Asia, you saw mixed price action. Uh, the Hang Seng rallied about 70 basis points. The Shanghai Comp was essentially flat. Um, and you saw Japan see some profit taking. The Nikkei fell about 70 basis points. So I would say news flow since the close yesterday has been very mixed. On the earnings front in the U.S., a very strong evening of results last night. So Chipotle, Google, Microsoft, OI, um, Pacific West, and Visa all were upside highlights. I have details in the piece. Um, I sent around a lot of notes last night and then um, again uh, this morning in the piece. So take a look at all the details. I won't get into everything. But needless to say, each of those was um, pretty healthy. Microsoft in particular was bullish. Uh, Chipotle as well. Visa had some interesting commentary about what they're, what they're seeing uh, with the consumer. The reality is a lot more nuanced than the kind of headline flashes um, are really revealing. So I think it's important to kind of dig down into the weeds and really get a sense of what's happening on the ground um, in this environment where there's so much noise, so much negativity, um, you know, to just, again, really get a sense of what's occurring with the consumer. In Asia, you had SK Hynix, which is um, one of the world's top three memory companies, that stock rallied in Korea after earnings, which were very bad, but the qualitative commentary was bullish um, where they talked about memory markets being at a trough right now and rebounding in the second half of the year. So that is all positive on the earnings front. I would say in Europe, earnings skew to the negative. Um, so a number of names are getting hit after their reports, including ASM International, which is a semi-equipment conductor, um, semi-equipment company. CRH, Dassault Systems, Caring, Puma, Saffron, Vallejo, and others. All those stocks are in the red after reporting numbers. Um, not all of them were quote-unquote bad, but they all are coming for sale after reporting. So the tenor of earnings in Europe um, skewed to the negative in the U.S., the opposite direction. Um, on the macro front, nothing really all that incremental, but there are kind of two big issues lurking on the horizon that are negative. So the debt ceiling and First Republic. On First Republic, the clock is definitely ticking. The clock has been ticking since March. The Fed has put in place liquidity measures that prevent an acute liquidity crisis from occurring, which is why First Republic is being allowed to kind of um, continue to, to crawl along. But I think it is not a controversial statement to say that the current business model is impaired. And there really are only two scenarios facing that company, one of which involves an FDIC seizure, the other of which involves massive dilution to current equity holders. Um, so definitely a very grim outlook for First Republic. I think it is a contained and unique one though. So I think what occurred last month um, was a handful of, again, unique issues, Silicon Valley, and First Republic. First Republic, we're still waiting for some type of resolution. You saw what happened yesterday in bank stocks. They were hit very hard. Um, but again, I think that this is not a systemic deposit crisis. It's more a one-time unique issue with First Republic. 
Um, not to say that regional banks don't face, you know, several earnings headwinds going forward. They do. Um, but as far as an existential crisis, I don't think that's taking place. So First Republic, definitely an issue, still lurking. The clock is ticking. Um, you know, one way or the other, this probably won't won't allow to uh, to 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 go until Monday without some type of a resolution. Again, either there's going to be big dilution or the FDIC steps in on the debt ceiling. This is another big issue. It's another big risk. So McCarthy had hoped to hold a vote today on his uh, blueprint for the debt ceiling. Multiple reports suggest that he does not have the votes. That could change. We'll have to see. He does not. He has essentially no margin for error. He needs to get essentially all of the Republicans in the House on board. Um, but reports suggest that there are, are, are a handful of holdouts. Um, again, not really clear how, if this is positive or negative. On the one hand, the fact that he can't even get his House caucus behind him um, points to you know a very difficult negotiating um, negotiating stance with the White House. Um, and on the other hand, the fact that he can't get his House caucus behind him suggests that perhaps he will be amenable to some type of a compromise solution. Probably unlikely. So this is going to continue for several more weeks. Um, headline risk will stay high. Market stress will rise, including USCD, CDS prices, T-bill yields. Um, you know, I think at the end of the day, it's very unlikely you're going to get a debt ceiling breach. We've gone through this game several times before. Um, where they kind of have this performance art around the debt ceiling and then there's a compromise reached. But the risks are definitely there. Um, you know, the risks are very small, but to the extent there is a breach that occurs, it will obviously be catastrophic. And then complicating the debt ceiling negotiation process is our tax receipts, which have been underperforming expectations for the Treasury, which means that the drop dead date or the date by which some type of a deal needs to be reached may be sooner than we think. Um, you know, perhaps as soon as June instead of July or August. So the debt ceiling of First Republic, I think they're more sources of headline risk, given that, you know, I don't think that there's any type of real fundamental catastrophes looming with either of them as far as mac the macro is concerned, but each will stay a, a source of headline risk. Um, so that is everything today. Good US earnings, bad EU earnings, and then those two macro issues. Um, nothing else really super incremental to talk about. The focus for today will be on earnings. So before the open, the big names, ADP, uh, Boeing, Boston Scientific, General Dynamics, Hess, Hilton, Humana, Norfolk Southern, Ryder, um, and then TMO. And then after the close, you have uh, eBay, Clack, Mattel, Meta, ServiceNow, Roku, uh, United Rentals. And then there are probably going to be a lot of headlines out of Washington, uh, you know, depending on how this debt ceiling process works out. Either they're going to delay the vote, um, cancel the vote, announce revisions to the bill. We'll have to see how all that unfolds. And that is everything for today, Wednesday, April 26th. Thank you for listening.